Hey, this is Selena Dumas, the mother of John Lee Dumas, and you are now listening to Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 778. Enjoy. Think about what you want to do because we have this amazing opportunity in this lifetime right now to redefine who we are and to define what we want to be. What are you waiting for? Tickets to a rocket ship? Well, here you go and hang on tight as John Lee Dumas is about to take you on a wild ride. Ignite. Transform any phone into your business phone with eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash fire for your 30-day free trial. In Fire Nation, you'll get $5 off your bill every month. That's eVoice.com slash fire. Casper brings you an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Are you ready for better nights and brighter days? Visit casper.com slash fire and use promo code fire to get $50 toward any mattress purchase. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Matthew Jaskol. Matthew, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely. Yes. Matthew's professional journey has spanned the U.S. and Asia. Now he brings people from everywhere together with Pioneer Academics, an innovative venture that gathers small groups of students from around the world into an online space where they are mentored on projects by elite U.S. college faculty. Matthew, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally than expound upon the biz. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I I uh, grew up in New Jersey. Was uh, as American as apple pie for uh, for a long time, actually. <laughs> and I um, uh, didn't. I got into uh, to to studying things about Asia when I was in college. Came over here uh, not too long after. Uh, Pioneer Academics is a really interesting, innovative company. Uh, what we actually do is we have uh, we bring students. Uh, as you said, from about eight or nine different nations right now, uh, in together for small mentoring under uh, outstanding professors from distinguished universities. And then actually each one of them picks a, uh, a research topic, something that they're really lit up and fired up about, and that professor will mentor them to do college-level research while they're in high school. And give us a little bit about you personally, Matthew. I'm contacting you from uh, Taipei, Taiwan right now. Um, I spend uh, I'm uh, I spend about seventy uh, percent of my time here, maybe thirty percent of my time back in the states. Uh, it's an inspiring thing to to have the opportunity to live in different parts of the world and interact with all different kinds of people, and and that's what lights me up. See, what I love, Fire Nation, is when people find things that light them up, you know, you can double down on that. And that's what Matthew's done. And that's what you can do, Fire Nation, if you just keep swinging that bat. If you have the courage to quit things that don't light you up, to find the thing that does light you up, and then just, you know, double down, go all in. It's, it's an amazing feeling. And Matthew, we're going to talk about how you got to that feeling. We're going to talk about your journey as an entrepreneur. But before we do all that, we always start with a success quote and why you chose to share this particular quote. So take it away. I was thinking about what, what my quote would be if I was to think of one that was representative. And, you know, when I was little, I was this nerdy uh, Tolkien fan, um, loved the Lord of the Rings. So this is kind of funny. This is maybe not the most traditional quote that you would hear. But uh, Tolkien in one of his books uh, says that uh, he, he has this quote that says, all that is gold does not glitter and not all those who wander are lost. And I think that's a really interesting quote because 
uh, it inverts the quote from uh, Shakespeare's Merchant of Venice, which says all the all the glitters is not gold. And basically Shakespeare's out there saying, hey, look at these things that are really uh, uh, when you look at these things that are that look like they're valuable, they're not always. Well, Tolkien actually inverts that and says, you know what? To find meaning in things, to, to, to look for things that are really going to be valuable, you have to look at those things that might not appear that way. And I think that's something really important for entrepreneurs to actually uh, look at the, to, to find the meaning, to dig deeper into those things and find what, what's the, the opportunity that other people are not seeing. And when he talks about not all those who wander are lost, I think it's important for all people, but for entrepreneurs especially to, uh, you know, sometimes for a very brief moment, sometimes set aside that laser focus and actually be willing to wander, to be inspired, to hear the, the, to not make everything else background noise, but to kind of hear what the market's saying, to hear what people are saying, to get in touch. And, uh, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to have an exact purpose, but you have to be out there listening and walking around and wandering. I think that's important for everybody for a brief period of time. See, Matthew, I love the theme that's already kind of developing here. You know, it's Fire Nation is all about experiments and try new things and be willing to pivot and be open to experiences in general because you never know what's going to strike your fancy. You know, I'm looking out my window right now, Matthew, and I'm seeing a bunch of people kite surfing. I've never tried kite surfing. You know, I might hate it, but I might yeah. get on that kite surf and be like, holy crap, this is the best thing ever. Like, I love this more than, you know, Matthew loves apple pie in New Jersey. Like, this is incredible stuff. So, you know, just be open to these things, Fire Nation, because you never truly know. So, Matthew, I want to now talk about your journey. I want to take the spotlight of this interview and turn it to you. You know, Entrepreneur on Fire is unique in a lot of ways, but the specific way is we really focus on your journey and the stories within. And you have a lot, Matthew, but I want you to zero in on one story right now. I want you to take us to a moment that you failed, just fell flat on your face, Matthew. Share with us that moment in time and the lessons you learned. Well, that's a great question, actually, because I think uh, people often talk about uh, success in entrepreneurship as, as starting from you know a series of failures from which you learned. Everyone's always talking about how you learn from failure. Well, one of those times for me was actually in a previous venture that I started with uh, with some partners who were, uh, you know, it, it ended in a really bra- bad breakup. And I think that's a very common uh, common thing you you'll hear as people uh, you know fall down on their road to success. But what I think if I was to really look at where where maybe I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't do what I should have done was really early on in that venture, maybe about six months in when uh, things had happened and my partners were kind of changing the story and uh, changing the situation around on me. And when I had uh, gone out to dinner with one of them and my wife was along and uh, you know, they were trying to explain their, their situation. And as we left the restaurant, my wife said to me, you know, this was this was just me and my wife on my own. And she said, you know, Matthew, don't work with these guys. They're not respecting your opinions. They're not uh, that, you know, they need you on the team now. But once they don't need your particular, you know, uh, capability as a foreigner here in Asia, you know, they're going to marginalize you. And, and you can see that you can see how stubborn they are. And it was the kind of thing. And this is, uh, I think, great advice I would give to all entrepreneurs is that Sometimes you want something so much that you're not willing to see what the real situation is. And I should have listened to her, you know. So I think it's really important to 
to you know entrepreneurs are such a type confident positive personalities uh, so often and I, I think you don't want to be blinded to what's really what's really happening when something is gonna is gonna fail you got to make it fail fast you got to move on and get to the things that are gonna succeed and even if you put in a lot of commitment time or money uh, you know you have to be able to identify the, the situation as it is and act on it appropriately. So Matthew, the reality for most entrepreneurs is just that. It's about building teams. You know, it's about bringing the right people on. It's about finding the right partners. You know, ones that have strengths where you're weak and ones that potentially are weak where you're strong so you can really, you know, make a good fit. You know, how would you share with Fire Nation some things that you've learned, you know, now in hindsight, you know, about building that team, about partnering with the right people, about doing the right joint ventures? What would you say? Well, I think that's a really a really good point, and you know, you really have to be able to uh, to be able to stick to your gut, to stick to the the sense of who the people you're working are. You know, um, there's so many people who will talk about, for example, they talk about the uh, O'Hare Airport test. You know, like if you got stuck in an airport with this person, would you want to spend the time with them? So that I think is a real factor. One thing I might bring to this conversation a little bit more internationally than some of uh, the people you you typically interview is. When you're dealing with uh, in another culture uh, 24 hours a day, you need to have a cultural interpreter there. You need to have somebody who not only gets you but gets where you are. And uh, for all of the people who are looking at doing international business, uh, being overseas or actually just cooperating with other people, you really need to have uh, somebody who's going to not only uh, understand the language but also to be able to understand the nuances of the situations you're dealing with. I think that is absolutely critical. So when I look for partners, I look for people I want to spend time with who share the same values, the same ideals, who seem capable to me. But at the same time, I'm also looking for people who are going to be able to operate in the markets they're in with the, you know, representing me and my values well too and helping me to understand what's really going on there. Love that. So Matthew, let's really keep this story format as we go forward, you know, and we're going to shift a little gears here and we're going to talk about the other end of the spectrum, you know, not a failure, but an aha moment, an epiphany, a light bulb that you've had at some point in your journey. So let's really kind of take us to that moment when this light bulb went off in your head, really describe that moment and walk us through the steps you took to turn that idea into success. Yeah, you know, that's that's an interesting question. So, you know, this company, Pioneer Academics, has been operating for three years. As, as I've thought about what was what were those moments that really um, made us, uh, contributed to our identity? Um, one moment was, uh, I would say, was back when maybe a year or two ago, I was at a, a conference of the Association of Boarding Schools. This was in the States. And um, there was a keynote speaker who was just uh, she, you know, she was just lightning. Her name was Shabana Basij Rasik. And this woman was uh, actually a young woman from Afghanistan who had started a school for for uh, like a high school for uh, for women in Afghanistan. And she was there actually talking to the people from these boarding schools saying, you know, we have these amazing young women who are hungry to learn. Give them a scholarship. Give them an opportunity to go to your school uh, and 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 get a real education because it's not so available necessarily, you know, in Afghanistan. And at the time, I was thinking to myself, man, if I had a school or if I had some money, you know, I'm a early stage entrepreneur, but I would love to push that agenda. That just seems so meaningful. And that was the the aha moment. And it really had two components. One was to realize that, you know, 
we don't have a lot of money to work with, but we do have this program that we run. And actually, you know, that is a resource that we could commit to, uh, to, to doing, uh, something for some of these, these young women in this program. Um, and actually, uh, while it didn't work out with their organization specifically, we found this amazing program called the Afghan Girls Financial Assistance Fund. And we now, uh, we, we started to work with two young women and we, uh, were able to connect them to our community of professors and, and, and give them mentoring opportunities. It was costly for us, but it became a real part of our identity. And it, you know, we are now a, a program that has about, uh, 20% of people on need-based scholarships throughout the world. And it just redefined who we were as a company because what it allows us to do now is, is to bring actual, some of the, 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 uh, top academics to work with people from around the world. We now have students in Rwanda. We have students in Afghanistan. We have some need-based, uh, amazing young scholars in America. And that's, so I'd say the aha moment is really two points. One is to realize that, um, that, you know, just because you feel yourself as resource poor doesn't mean there are resources you can't bring to the table. And the other thing, and this is something I feel is really important to me. I'm a big fan of um, straddling the area of, of, of profits and nonprofits sometimes. And I think that, that there, you shouldn't wait to do good and be what you want to be. If that's part of your value set, it shouldn't be wait till I have enough excess resources. That's, we didn't want to wait until we had enough money or we had, it's something that you can do right now to, to look at uh, what you want to be and become that. And that will help define, that helped define our business anyway to, to, to be the, 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 the kind of social entrepreneurship that we want to be. See, I love that so much. And Fire Nation, I hope you're really absorbing the reality that, you know, when you're an early stage entrepreneur, or even when, you know, you're rock and rolling a little bit, you may not have money. You may not have a ton of disposable revenue that's coming in. But what you do have is value and potential value. And what Matthew was able to do was create that potential value and form partnerships from that. And that is incredibly powerful stuff. So Matthew, that's my number one takeaway from your aha moment. But I want you to to break it down because you did, just did a carpet bomb of value bombs. So share one. What's the one that you really want us to hang on to and walk away with? Well, I would say it's really that idea of, of saying, it, think it, when you are looking at potential things you want to do and say, um, you know, is this something I should do now or something I should wait till later? You should think about what your value set is. What are you about? Because that's going to be communicated in your business, you know, and it's going to be communicated to your customers. It's going to be communicated in your public relations. So think about what you want to be about. And I realized at that moment that we wanted to be about more than just, you know, doing outstanding educational products, but we wanted to make educational access more open and, uh, and, and have it's, and, and have a product that's actually diverse socioeconomically in terms of what value it's offering to people. So the, the real aha moment there maybe is just to, is just to realize that there was an opportunity, um, to say, what are we now and who do we want to be? And can we, can we do that now? And, and I think if you can, if you can identify with things that resonate with your value set, that makes your company, that makes your existence, that makes the meaning you're adding through what you're creating all the more strong. What I want to do, Matt, now is take um, a second and step back and and think about a story. And this story is going to be the last story specifically that you're going to share of your journey. So 
make mm-hmm. it a good one. <laughs> okay, you what, got it. What I want to hear is a moment in your journey that you would consider your proudest entrepreneurial moment. You know, there's been something recently that I think is interesting to bring up. We actually started to um, allow uh, or to, to create an initiative where some of the students from uh, around the world who work with us um, who finished these programs and did this amazing research with these uh, professor faculty mentors, um, we, we allowed them to uh, create uh, their own videos. Uh, they're basically thank you videos that, that we're going to assemble and present uh, to these professors. And I think it's a strange idea as an entrepreneurial moment, but um, when you sit there and you watch these students talk about the you know thanking their their mentors for the value that has been given to them they'll say you know you know i i watched students just recently say you know you 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 re-enlivened education for me or you taught me about we had you know students from china talking about Matthew share with us a moment like ah. let's get really into one student one moment that was really powerful got it okay um yeah so 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 recently we had a student who, as I said, was doing this, this, this kind of a thank you video. And she was a student in China and was talking to a professor in the States about, um, about how she was so excited to learn about African-American studies that this is something that, you know, she has no idea about. And she was thanking that professor. And that feeling, that moment was really powerful for me and for, because I felt like all of a sudden what I was doing was being successful. Um, what I was doing was trying to, we have a company that is, that is allowing people to, um, to get, uh, you know, uh, to broaden their perspective in their education. To me, that moment was where it said, you know, you've done what you wanted to do. You've, you've gotten students who didn't have educational uh, opportunities experiences and 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 provided that to them and the the key the key value of that moment was realizing how these professors would appreciate a thank you i think that's so important so many people don't think about that is the value of having a thank you that says you've added meaning to what i do proud moments fire nation are meant to be cherished and so when you find those moments that you're feeling proud of what you've done what you've accomplished if you've you know getting kind words from somebody cherish those moments because you know we have plenty of the opposite of that you know the the, the tough days you know just the struggles where we feel like we can't do anything right and just the whole world seems to go against us you want to save up those proud moments for those days that get you through because you know it is a roller coaster that we're on and Matt speaking of a roller coaster we've actually brought this little roller coaster to present times. So share with us the one thing that has you most fired up right now. I'm really excited about the education innovation that I'm watching going on in our in our in our program right now because we have these professors when you give them the opportunity to um to basically say you can connect with students from around the world. How would you do this and what would you want to do? We have these professors, these faculty members coming up with these really exciting things like online laboratory work, like uh, having students from different continents presenting together to, you know, the current students at university right now. Those things I think are really interesting. So I, I, I'm really excited about having these resources and letting them run with their own ideas about how to do things. And then when you find great ideas, thinking about how to make that, you know, um, uh, spread around the entire organization, you know, being able to capture creativity from one section and bring it to other areas. 
Mm, love that. And Matthew, we're about to enter the lightning round, but before oh. we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Re-energizing both your mind and your body requires sleep, but a very small percentage of us actually get the sleep our bodies need, especially us entrepreneurs. I know from personal experience that having a Casper mattress to curl up on each night can help, and that's exactly why I want to introduce you to them. Meet Casper, an obsessively engineered mattress at a shockingly fair price. Let me guess, you're kind of afraid to order a mattress off the internet. I sort of was too, to tell you the truth, but never fear. Casper offers a risk free trial. Try sleeping on a Casper for 100 days with free delivery and painless returns. Casper not only offers a risk-free trial, they've got prices to boot. A king-size mattress is just $950. Compare that to industry averages. If you're looking for better nights and brighter days, look no further. Visit casper.com slash fire and use promo code fire to get $50 towards any mattress purchase. That's casper.com slash fire, promo code fire. My favorite thing about owning and running my own business is the freedom to do the things that I'm passionate about and the freedom to be truly location independent. With the help of the incredible internet, I'm able to stay in touch with my audience via social media, provide valuable content that's scheduled so I never skip a beat, and engage via email with partners to ensure everything is running smoothly. And with the help of eVoice, I'm also able to stay in touch via phone. With a toll-free number, professional voice greeting, and a dial-by-name directory, eVoice transforms any phone into your business phone. So whether I'm on tropical vacation or running around like a madman running my business, I always have the ability to be in touch when I want to be. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash fire now to get your 30-day free trial. In Fire Nation, right now, evoice is offering you $5 off your bill every month. Stay connected with evoice and go to evoice.com slash fire. That's evoice.com slash fire. Matthew, welcome to the lightning round where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Absolutely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, I wasn't really the kind of person who was all, you know, in business school and college was all about, you know, finding, you know, saying that I'm, I'm going to work for myself and I'm not going to have a boss and, and those sorts of things. So what really, you know, what really might have been holding me back was the was the that really maybe initial motivation to get off and say, this is the, tr- the track you're going to go down. And uh, I think the financial crisis helped a lot with that. But I think <laughs> other than that, you know, it was it was looking at the opportunities and saying, where am I going to be able to add the most difference? And and, and uh, having people who supported me to say, you can do this. And, and I think that was the biggest help. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received is to understand that relationships are roughly the same everywhere. When I'm in Asia, people always say to me, you know, it's all about these connections and did you, you know, do you have these valuable relationships? That's that's typical in a lot of developing economies. I think the the this advice to say, you know, relationships are about being genuine. They're about forming uh, connections with people and treating them the way you'd want to be treated and doing it when you don't need things. And that's uh, advice that um, my, actually one of our teachers once gave us. Um, and it's advice I've, I've heard quite a number of times. But in Asia, it's really important to not look at these things and say, oh, 
uh, you're in a culture that's based on the relationships you were born with. It's not about that. It's about being genuine. It's about connecting with people. It's about doing things for people when you don't need things. And then, you know, it, it comes back, even if you don't have a prediction of how it's going to happen. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. Well, for me, I think a big thing about uh, what I do, uh, you know, as, as we pioneer different ways of doing things, um, I think a big thing I, we, we try to do or I try to do is to really look further down the line uh, when you are faced with questions to look at the implications of it, um, to not necessarily uh, uh, jump off, of, uh, jump off and, 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 and push down a particular path if you're, if you're not sure about it. So I think very carefully about our values and I think, and I bring our team in to think about our values. That's what I think the leadership of a, of a company should be able to do, should say, what's our values? And looking down the line, is this going to match our values? Is this going to be okay for us? Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, you know, I kind of live and die by Asana. I, probably a lot of people have said that, but Asana is a great project and task management system, and it, it allows for us to cut down on on meeting time. It allows us to uh, to be very transparent about what everyone's doing in the company. I can be, you know, we can be operating in all different parts of the world and actually easily see what's going on. So that's a fantastic resource for me. I, I, and I, I uh, my only frustration sometimes is maybe getting everybody else to use it as much as I, I do. <laughs> oh, we use it very heavily in Entrepreneur on Firelands. And Matthew, fantastic. if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? You know, it, this one might be a bit uh, frequently mentioned, I guess, when you, if you ask this question. But I would say Daniel uh, Daniel Pink's Drive was a real fantastic book for for me because when you know because he identifies in there the the idea that um, that finances and money are kind of a hygiene issue. You need to be clean. You need to have people, uh, you know, operating on with with the basics covered. But what's really motivating people is the meaning that they're they're creating and they're putting into their work and what they see as the value they're doing there. And uh, if anyone is too focused on money, they're probably not right for your organization. But that really getting people to achieve and to be excited, as he points out, is really about having them create meaning, provide value and, and, and see what they're doing, you know, beyond the financial aspects of things. Well, Fire Nation, I know that you love audio, so if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook like this one for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Matthew, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter, taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You know, that's a great question. <laughs> and a doozy, as you said, you know, I would, <laughs> I would, I would go to college. I know that's kind of a funny thing. Uh, I think where, you know, a lot of people would probably talk about the, I the, the value of, uh, uh, networking, getting things, but I think I want to be among the ideas and there's so many colleges, uh, you know, that, that allow you to actually audit courses to sit and listen to the speakers who come in at night and just talk to those people there. Everyone there is about ideas. So I think for, for seven days, I would suck up as much of that as I possibly could. I would talk to everyone I can about what they're doing and, uh, you know, and about these, these ideas. And if it turned out to be a great, you know, business and I could, you know, rustle up a fantastic team, that would be fantastic. If not, you know, I've been uh, inspired and learned all kinds of things. But 
I think that the what 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 lights me up, what what sets me on fire for this, you know, for this <laughs> as this podcast has tends to say, is about being among you know motivated people and just uh, at at the nexus of where all the great ideas are and thinking about how you want to put them together. Boom. And now that I think about it, I'd want to go back to college too. <laughs> for the best years of my life. Matthew, let's end today literally on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Oh, absolutely. Well, we have a website, uh, which is Pioneer Academics, and you can uh, contact us through there. And uh, um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a good resource to be able to see the different kinds of things we're doing and to be able to uh, to, to look at educational opportunities that are really interesting from around the world. So yeah, uh, uh, that's pioneeracademics.com and it, you can go to uh, contact us. And a parting piece of guidance. Think about what it is that you want to do and don't compromise. Uh, that goes back to my comment about the value set. Figure out what you want to be about and and go for that. Don't go for the the necessarily the easy thing. Don't just go for, don't go for what's in front of you. Think about what you want to do because we have this amazing opportunity in this lifetime right now to redefine who we are and to define what we want to be. And I think that that is maybe the most treasured fact of our of our existence right now. Well, Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with, and you have been hanging out with Matthew and myself today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com, type Matthew in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up. And Matthew, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, my friends, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it tremendously. Fire Nation, Quotes on Fire is my latest creation, a seven-day-a-week podcast where I share a quote from history's greatest entrepreneurs and a killer resource. They are bite-sized episodes, two to four minutes each, and I would love if you checked it out in iTunes or at qofire.com. Prepare to ignite. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 